Welcome to WeChat Divorce, brought to you by My Divorce Solution and hosted by Karen Chalou, Legal Liaison, and Katherine Shanahan, CDFA. Each episode, we sit down with divorce professionals and industry experts to provide insights and frank discussions about real people, real situations, and real divorce to help your family achieve your best life post-divorce. This episode of WeChat Divorce is brought to you by My Divorce Solution, helping you secure your worth and protect your wealth in divorce. Welcome to WeChat Divorce. Catherine and I are so happy today to welcome Jennifer Warren Medwin, a CDC, which is a certified divorce coach, Supreme Court of Florida family mediator, and certified marital mediator. In this episode, we are going to discuss the four main quadrants of divorce. We're also going to discuss Jennifer's new book called The Strategies and Tips from a Divorce Coach, A Roadmap to Move Forward. Congratulations, Jennifer. But first, let me just take a couple minutes to introduce Jennifer. Jennifer specializes in working alongside individuals and couples who are contemplating divorce and are fearful of high conflict and with those who hope to save their marriages. She partners with clients to develop the clarity, confidence, courage, conflict management strategies, and communication skills they need to move through the process. Jennifer uses her knowledge of coaching and mediation to help her clients emotionally prepare for the dissolution of their marriages or the reconciliation of their relationships in the most organized, time-efficient, and productive manner. Welcome, Jennifer, and thank you so much for being on our podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. Very excited to be here. So much to talk about. And I know we want to talk about your book. Really excited about that. And we want to talk about these quadrants because who doesn't need a roadmap to get through this difficult journey? You know, I've been through on that journey, so I know how difficult it is. So let's start talking about the four quadrants. Great. Well, I've been on that personal journey as well. And when I went through it, I'm the type of person I like to see visualization. So they they make they bring me a lot of comfort. So when thinking about writing the book and how I was going to format it, four quadrants of divorce developed for me. And so I separate divorce, the divorce process into four areas. One is how are you going to organize for the process? There are many different ways. There's a digital way. There's a hands-on binder system. There are platforms that you can purchase to help you get organized. So how are you going to create this organizational system for yourself? Because when you feel organized, your stress levels come down. The second area is the emotional aspect of divorce. You know, there are so many different facets, whether it's you have children, you're going to be single for the first time, you're going to go back to work, fear and anxiety and grief are all part of this divorce process. And you really want to be able to separate the emotional side from the divorce side so that you avoid, I like to call the 12 most common pitfalls of divorce. And then the third quadrant is the legal aspect of the divorce where you're working with your attorney and there's so many different documents that you need to be able to provide for your attorney in so many different situations that you need to think through so that you can make the best decisions. And then the fourth aspect, which I know is where your area of expertise comes in, is the financial side. And again, with the financial side, 
you know, ignorance is not bliss. I remember when I was younger, my mother used to always say ignorance is bliss. Well, when you're going through the divorce process, it's so important to be educated, which is why I really loved the MDS financial portrait, because the more educated individuals are about their finances, the more productive and efficient they can be in going through the divorce and making very solid decisions that they can live with today, a year from now, and 10 years from now. So in the book, I, I go through extensively those four quadrants and really provide a roadmap of everything you might need or want to, to include in your marital settlement agreement. And that is the agreement that you sign at the end, you know, when you're dissolving your marriage. And you want it to be something that you both can live with and move forward to your next chapter of life. Phenomenal. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Even though the book is for individuals contemplating going through or starting the next chapter of their lives, half of the book is about championing your own authenticity and how to move through challenging situations. So we all move through challenging situations, you know, daily, weekly, annually. And there are a lot of self-help strategies and tips to help you move forward. That's so awesome. Jennifer, is that something you take your clients through when they start working with you, those four quadrants? Is that something you explain to them right out of the gate? Yes, I, I try to lay it out for them in an organizational way that they understand the, the pieces of the puzzle because the divorce process is like, is a big puzzle. Some are larger size pieces, you know, when we're little, we, we put the, together those pieces and some are more intricate, right? Some pieces are, some pieces of the puzzle are, there are a thousand pieces, some they're only 20. So really trying to identify within the quadrants, you know, what, what they need to focus on. And every situation is always unique. Mm -hmm. So back to your book, which is, which goes through the four quadrants is how I understand it. What prompted you to write the book? That's an interesting question. So I've been writing for quite a number of years for different platforms and magazines. And I just had these inner whispers, like if I could only put it together and create a resource for individuals, that would be a huge accomplishment for me. And I really started to feel that I could create this handbook for individuals that would really, whether they worked with me or they just heard about me through their friends or on the internet, that they would have a partner in a book with them. Because basically divorce coaching is a relatively new profession. It wasn't until 2013 that the American Bar Association defined divorce coaching as the fourth element. So four quadrants, fourth element, but that would mean that your team would be comprised of a financial expert, an attorney, a therapist, and a coach. And so I felt that there were very few books out there about divorce coaching, what divorce coaching was, how it differs from therapy, why it would be important to have a divorce coach with a financial expert or a legal expert. And then it was just created. I figured I, I started writing and and researching and, and two and a half years later, January 5th, it was released. So, and I'm really proud of it because I feel that it's going to be helpful to so many individuals. 
And you should be proud of it. That's awesome. And you met your, you made an accomplishment, which I always love. And we're, we're honored to be a part of your book. So thank you yes. for that. Well, thank you for, for what you've created because, you know, going through divorce, like I said before in the beginning, especially when your spouse has said to you, okay, I want a divorce. You really start spiraling. And the more techniques and applications that we can provide individuals to help them decrease their anxiety, their fear, their overwhelm is so imperative in this process. And so, you know, kudos to you for developing such a wonderful document that's created in the NDS Financial Portrait. Thank you. You know, it's interesting because, you know, we've talked about this before. You you have a strength in doing some marital mediation. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I don't think a lot of people know about it. But, you know, we have a lot of people who engage our services and they go through the divorce, the divorce financial portrait and they decide, well, you know, my solution is not to get a divorce. We had a financial misunderstanding, but now we, we see it. We see what we want to do with our money. We, we, we don't have to be so apologetic. Now let's get to finding out if we really still love each other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we refer them to uh, marriage counselors a lot of times, but they don't want to go. They don't want to go to counselors sometimes. But to have this, have you as a resource for marital mediation, I would love you to tell our listeners what that actually is. Sure, I, I would be happy to. And, you know, it, 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 it warms my heart to hear that you have clients that once they go through this financial portrait, they, they come to the realization that, wait a minute, maybe it's just that we didn't understand our financial partnership and maybe we need to revise our roles or open more lines of communication. There are so many things underneath those aspects of finance. So what I do in marital mediation, and in, it's usually for individuals who they've reached a pivotal point in their marriage where like, I, I like to liken it to the house is burning, right? And, you know, you don't, you, you want to save your house. And so we put divorce on a bookshelf and we work, usually it's about six months. It's a six month agreement that we are going to work on certain needs. I meet the couples individually, and then I meet them together, understanding what their their needs and their concerns are. And oftentimes, and it's so unbelievable, but this is the way it is. Often it comes down to, what are your conflict management skills? How do you resolve conflict? Okay, understanding what your, what your conflict management skills are, are so imperative, not only with your spouse, but with everyone that you come in contact to it with. Your communication skills. Do you yell? Are you very closed when you're having conversation? Do you listen to understand or do you listen to defend? All of those sort of skills. Your love language. Most people I know, I'll ask them, what is your love language? And they'll say to me, what do you mean? I don't, I don't know what the love language is. And there are five languages of love and you don't have to have the same love languages as your spouse. So for example, a love language could be words of affirmation. Another one can be physical touch, right? One spouse, number one, may be physical touch. The other spouse may be words of affirmation. If you don't know what your partner what fills your partner's love tank, and you're only giving your partner what you like, 
it doesn't work. So it's an amazing transformation when we practice some of these skills and they become aware of how they can interact. So yeah, that's so interesting because when we do the the divorce portrait, you know, a lot of times a spouse will say, you know, he, let's just use the husband and wife and the, the husband's the saver. And he says, you know, I was the spender and you see their budget and you see their budget is way out of line compared to their earnings. Or that person who's the spender now sees that their 401k statement is a lot larger than they thought it was. So all those years, the stay-at-home mom, if we say, thinks that he was so cheap all these years because they didn't get to do some things or she didn't get to buy some things or the kids didn't get to do some things. But now, you know, in your 50s and 60s, you're sitting there saying, hmm, maybe that was a good idea that he was like that because look at all the money that we saved. And then she's apologizing and he's complaining that she was such a spender. But then he's sitting in our in our meetings and he's seeing, well, the kids were really well-educated. The kids did play a lot of sports. That was expensive. Well, the house did need those things and she took care of them. It wasn't just necessarily spending on herself, but as the family that he was not in tune to. So you can almost feel their shift in our reviews on how they're feeling about the whole situation. And it's a different attitude. And so that's why I think it's so great that if we can financially talk to people and get them on one page, and then they have a resource like you to go to for this marital mediation, how great is that for another chance at working on your marriage? For sure. And you see, that is a perfect example, the example that you just provided of an issue with communication skills, right? And so one of the things, for example, that I talk to my clients about, and it's not a framework that I've developed, although in my book, there are several, but- it's a framework by Bill Eddy. I absolutely love him. And he's with the Conflict Institute. And he talks about something called EAR statements, E-A-R. Okay, they stand for empathy, attention, and respect, particularly in times of conflict or misunderstanding. Everybody likes to receive empathy. Everybody likes to receive attention. And everybody likes to receive respect. And so... That is a skill that takes practice and practice makes better. I never say perfect. My, my, I really encourage my clients not even to, to completely eliminate that word perfect because it's a setup, right? There's nothing that is perfect in this world, good enough. And if you think about any conflicts you might have, if you were to approach it with an ear statement, right? God gave us two ears and one mouth for a reason, two eyes, two ears. And, and you approached it with empathy, attention, and respect. You actually see conflict dissipate. People perform better and want to do more for you when you acknowledge them. In the particular case that you provided, that's based on communication skills. So they, they weren't communicating what their true intentions were, what their inner dialogue was. And for that particular couple, I would have, I would work, I would have worked on internal dialogue discussion and really journaling and expressing and doing reflective listening with one another, because clearly they had all of these things going on. And sometimes we feel that we, that our partners understand us, I don't know, somehow through osmosis. But none of us are mind readers, or maybe some people in this world are. I haven't met many of them. And we forget that we really need to express ourselves. Well, right? I love what you said earlier. Listen, listen to understand, or are you listening to defend? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's very powerful. 
It is. And there are statistics on that, that most people listen to defend and not to understand. Especially if you're on your way to divorce. Especially. Everybody gets in divorce, the defensive mode. Mm -hmm. And in those times, it's really great to have certain phrases that you can use, which helps with the communication that doesn't escalate the problem. You know, sometimes when we defend ourselves, we actually are escalating the problem, right? As opposed to, I'm really sorry you feel that way. Or, you know, thank you for sharing your opinion. People who are on the opposite end of that are a little bit like taken off, taken in aback because they're like, okay, well, what, what, how am I going to respond to that? You know, okay, well, she's hearing me. He's hearing me. Husband has the best one that he uses on me all the time. He says, help me understand. Help me understand. Okay. <laughs> you know, that is an ear, that is an ear statement, right? Oh, you know? okay. Yeah. Because, because he's actually saying to you, I'm listening. I mean, in, in, he's inferring that, that I'm listening. Let me try to understand it a little bit more. Good for him. I mean, I, <laughs> that, is, that is a healthier approach than some other statements I think he could make. <laughs> these skills. I mean, and I love to learn. I learn new things every, every day. You are a learner. You are definitely a learner. Kudos to that. (laughs) Because I think it's so, to me, it's very elevating, inspiring and empowering. That's why, you know, my private practice is called seeking empowerment, clarity through partnership. I love to help empower people because what individuals don't understand is that we are always at choice right? Meaning that it doesn't matter what situation comes our way. It could be divorce, death, disease. We're always a choice. So what I mean by that is we can be a creator or we could be a victim. Okay. And so often, especially in the initial stages of divorce, people park themselves in that victim mentality, right? And my, my joy, my job, my partnership with them starts with them understanding that they are they may be a victim in that maybe they didn't want this divorce but what they do from that moment on is all about what they create right and when you're creating you feel more empowered so really helping them vis- like visualize where they are now and where they want to be and how to how to bridge that gap i love that you say that because i think a lot of people approaching divorce are approaching it maybe even from two other perspectives. And one being, I speak to a lot of people in this space. Well, if I start down the path with you, that means I'm going to get divorced. And when you start with my divorce solution, that's not it at all. You know, taking the journey with us is really just to your point, empowering and a clarifying experience. And then you can decide what you want to do. So on that note, you know, understanding that if you go to an attorney first, you're pretty much deciding to get divorced. There's no reverse in that space. And then other couples will come and say, well, again, if I go to a divorce coach or if I go to mediation, then they're going to try, maybe not mediation, but a coach like this marital therapy, they're going to try to fix me and force me to stay married and I don't want to get married. But at the end of the day, these tools, these communication skills, the clarity of your finance situation really is empowering to let you know, 
do we mutually want to separate and get divorced or do we want to stay together? It really provides a great platform for your life and both of your life and your family's life moving forward. I, I really love what that you offer that space because it really is an important space for people to consider when they're not quite sure or when they they think they're sure, but they don't have the clarity they need to really make those life permanent decisions. Yeah. And, and the other thing is that you're not wasting time because I can write a memorandum of understanding. And if the decision is to separate, you can take the memorandum of understanding to your attorneys. So whatever we had agreed upon, you can let the attorneys know that certain situations have been agreed upon. For example, I help people with, you know, decision with if they are going to separate co-parenting, how is this going to take place? You know, how's time sharing going to take place? What, what can we decide that you guys, that either of you can, can compromise and come to an agreement with, you know, especially with co-parenting, I always say, you know, let's focus on loving your children more than you are upset with your soon to be ex, right? And so those are some of the things that we work on in marital mediation, because oftentimes, especially with, with couples who have a few children, they have forgotten themselves, right? They have, they have forgotten to check in with themselves. They have started to lead parallel lives, you know, so it's the finances and the children. And those are often the, you know, the two biggest issues. And so if we can redirect them a little bit and focus them back on who they are and what their wishes are and how can they sort of intertwine themselves again, it's, it's, it's amazing the transformation that can occur. Well, think about it. If you have this agreement, which I think is pretty awesome, and you have your children and something comes up with work and one of the spouses has to leave, you know, it's a great time for that communication. So if we were divorced, how would we handle this? You know, doing it in a very healthy way because you're really not divorced, you're staying together, but you have to put yourself in that mindset like, hmm, this is a pretty sticky thing. If we got divorced, how would we handle this? That's you right. Know? And same with the finances. You know, if we were divorced, you wouldn't be able to take that whole account and go do what you want. Mm -hmm. You would only have half of that account That's in, right. in most scenarios. So it's a great reference point for them to use for a healthier marriage. You know, it's a great point that you just brought up. And in fact, I'm just thinking about it as you were, were speaking and that, you know, the marital mediation is almost like creating the financial portrait, right? It gives you time to reflect on your finances. It gives you time to reflect on the emotional part of your life. And so if the decision then is to divorce, you really have, have taken the time to think about the scenarios and also what your life would be like going forward, right? Forecasting into the future. So the mediation, the marital mediation is, a, is an excellent tool as is the financial portrait. Definitely, they definitely yeah. should get married, those two. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the other thing I'm going to say to you is because what I had said before, especially, you know, if there are financial issues and, and there are parenting issues, you know, we forget because our, our society now, we are so ingrained in just 
living life and on automatic almost. I like to say sometimes we're like sleepwalking through life. And oftentimes people will come in my office and I'll say to them, okay, tell me 10 things that you love about yourself that make you unique. And inevitably they say, I can't do that. I, I, I can't, I don't know 10 things. And I said, well, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to tell me 10 things. Now, just tell me one. No, I, and you know why that is? Because we don't take the time to acknowledge our strengths, acknowledge our weaknesses, acknowledge our curiosities, acknowledge our objectives in life. And so part of the coaching process or even the marital mediation process, not the divorce mediation, because then we're in a different arena, but is really learning to check in with yourself, really championing your own authenticity, really listening to your inner whispers. And I don't know if the two of you have ever heard of habit stacking. Have you heard of habit stacking? Yeah, I, I just read that book. Oh, you did? Okay, great. Yeah. It's, it's in my book too. It's not a framework that I've developed. Awesome. But I love habit stacking and it's so hands-on and, and easy to use. So basically what it is, is you attach a habit you want to develop with something that already exists. So believe it or not, like brushing your teeth, that's a habit. We all do it. We don't think about it. And usually when we're brushing our teeth, we're, we're not making, it's not productive time. Okay. So I always suggest um, to my clients to stack a habit they want to start reinforcing in their daily lives to something they already do. And especially when people are going through an emotional period, I like them to develop a habit of checking in. So we attach it to when they're brushing their teeth in the morning, check in with yourself. How am I doing today? What is one thing I can do today that will make me smile? The objective has to be for you, not for your children, not for your friends, not for your dog, but for you, okay? And then at night, when you're brushing your teeth, think about one thing that you're grateful for. Having an attitude of gratitude elevates your energy and it empowers you. And some of my clients say, well, I have nothing to be grateful right now. My marriage is coming apart. I'm not gonna be with my children. And I promise you, Every day, there is something to be grateful for. Even if it's you, you, you saw a cute dog on the street and it made you smile. Even if it's you got a great hug from your, your son. Searching for meaningful ways to gratify yourself and acknowledge that there are blessings in this world will, over time, empower you. Because at the end of the day, it's that victim creator mentality. There are messages in every mess. And it's only up to us to look for those messages. That's right. You either see the message and you act on it or you walk away from it and pretend like you haven't seen it. To set the intention of wanting to see it, not having to see it, right? Because it's also the, our inner dialogue. Have is a very disempowering word. Want is so much more empowering. If you practice those two words in the mirror, and, you, and then you close your eyes and you feel physiologically how you feel, when you use the word want, you will feel more elevated versus having to do something. That's great. Excellent. Yes. You know, I, th I think we've set the stage here for a, a big issue in divorce where most people, and I, I can say this with confidence, think that if you're thinking about divorce, your first step is to call up the attorney and ask questions. 
But I think what we've laid out really well here today is preparation, whether you're going to get divorced or get married or get your ducks in a row or whatever the it may be. And a lot of people think the problem with the divorce industry is the dysfunctional legal system. Well, that is a huge problem. So they go to the DIY world, but actually the fix is the preparation and the empowerment piece of it. You know, emotionally, physically, financially, knowing what you're walking into and then making really good decisions for yourself you'll cut your attorney's fees and even your mediation fees by probably three quarters if you're ready to move when you've made that decision. I, I think that we've really made that clear today. Yeah, it's a process. If the more educated you are, the more empowered you will feel. I love that. As you will be. And the Thank better you. you will be able to move forward in a positive direction. Whether yeah. you want that direction or not, you can make it more positive. Absolutely. Jennifer, how can our listeners and viewers learn more about you and purchase your new book? My new book, Strategies and Tips from a Divorce Coach, Roadmap to Move Forward is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And I have a a website, seekingempowerment.com. And really use it as a valuable resource because there are articles from all over the world having to do with various topics of divorce. There are recommendations on how to help move yourself forward, both physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And uh, of course, they can always email me at janetseekingempowerment.com. Thank you. And the MDS Financial Portrait is discussed on page 84 and 85. I hope you all take the time to read those pages as well. This concludes this episode on the four quadrants of divorce with Jennifer Medwin Warren. Thank you so much for a fantastic conversation. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. You You too. Take care. When clients come to us, they are usually full of fear, guilt, anger, or overwhelmed at the prospect of a divorce. At My Divorce Solution, we know the complexities and pitfalls of divorce can feel unsurmountable. What you need now, more than anything, is clarity and a light shined on the path ahead. That's why My Divorce Solution created Divorce You, a Divorce 101 course that illuminates the divorce journey ahead. You won't find support like this anywhere else. Divorce You demystifies divorce, an easy, self-paced, and comprehensive guide for your upcoming divorce. Take the guesswork out of your divorce today. Find the course syllabus on our website at mydivorcesolution.com. Thanks for joining us for another episode of WeChat Divorce. We hope this episode was informative and supportive on your divorce journey. If you are looking for more support and guidance for navigating the divorce process with confidence and clarity, head over to our website at mydivorcesolution.com for more podcast episodes, divorce events, and tools for your journey ahead. We'll see you back here for our next episode.